Hello, Lisa Sinclair. Hi, Claire Eisen. Welcome to Playing Devil's Avocado. What Welcome episode to is you. it? 22, isn't got, it? Who would know? I mean, I don't even know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. I've got no idea. Yeah, we've got the lockdown blues, haven't we? We've got the lockdown, the lockdown loonies. Yeah. The lockdown a, lost it. It's getting a bit that way. It is quite, yeah. it's quite intense, isn't it? It is, yeah. But we're on the way out. We're on the way through. We're nearly. We're halfway. Do you think, are we? Uh, well, let's not. Let's not try and guess what's going to happen. All right. No. It's honestly like let's my wait. days are just ruled. And I'm sure I was speaking to someone in Melbourne this morning, and I was saying how, you know, during their lockdown, their days were ruled by Dan Andrews press conferences, and now ours are yes. really ruled again by Gladys. Oh, Gladys, yes. People are taking bets on what colour jacket she wears, you know, all of that. Yes. Whereas, but in the UK, like, they don't care, do they? Because they've all been vaccinated and they're just like, woo we're yeah, out. They're out, I mean, throwing bottles at policemen and being racist, aren't they? Yeah, yeah lovely. lovely. Charming. Yeah. So today on the podcast, we won't talk about that. But we'll okay. talk about some culture club. Um, we'll also do um, a bit of beauty spot, which you beauty just spot, beauty spot. <laughs> We're gonna. Yeah. Um, I was gonna look on my phone, but now I've got a call coming through, so I'm just going to ignore it. Um, we. Well, that was me. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny if you were ringing me. You stop doing this. I'm um, gonna talk about what charming people don't do. Yes. We're gonna talk about. Uh, we've got a big question. Big question. Yeah, you don't know what it, you don't know which one of the no. things we're talking about is the big question, but I will make it into one. <laughs> okay. Um, and we'll talk about you've got your numbers done. All right. First up, Lisa, let's do some culture club. Culture club. Um, you've been watching lots of TV shows that have been on before, <laughs> as is yes. your want. That is my want. I think it's, um, but isn't it a thing that if you watch nostalgic shows, it makes you feel a bit better? That's right. It's or something. You talked about that. Is that yeah. Yes. So um, I have been watching Frontline, which oh, is it. an Australian satire show from probably the 90s. Have you noticed how everyone's watching 90s stuff? Yeah, why is that? It's because it was, we were in a good space, were we? In terms yeah, of... maybe global yeah. the global world was in a good spot we had we had a labor government Brit, in the uk Brit yeah <laughs> tony tony blair so yeah. everyone was feeling very fortunate Gwyneth was with, with, with brad which was when she was at her peak i think oh yeah Gwyneth yeah. and brad yeah um friends was on yeah friends was on yeah so frontline aussie satire based it's sort of basically a current affair isn't it yeah um and it's a rip-off, and it's all the working dog people. So um, all those very funny, clever, smart Melbourne people. Yeah, um, Rob Sitch, Jane, all those people. Jane Kennedy. Yeah, um, Santo Chilero. Yes, I love him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's absolutely hilarious. And I do love how these shows come on Netflix and then a whole new generation discovers them. Yeah. And then and then the Daily Mail starts doing what are they doing now type stories. Yeah. Um, that's when you know you're really onto something, isn't it? <laughs> so I've been, yeah, it's very amusing. I mean, the, the only problem is the sort of the camera work and the, the, the quality isn't great on some of these shows compared to today. Yeah. It's um, funny how quickly things watch... change, isn't it, really? 
It is, and like we started watching Grace and Frankie, which um, obviously everyone's already watched. But the, the quality of that is like watching a movie. Mm. It's a it's it's movie quality, and then you sort of watching this, and it's a, it is a bit duff. But honestly, it's so hilarious. Still, still so hilarious, and they're so wrong. Um, so I'm loving that. Yeah, that's good. It's a good one. It's like um, the Olympics one. What was that called? That was good too. Oh, um, wasn't Utopia the one before? Yeah. Utopia yeah. as well. Yeah, they're all great. Yeah. They're, all great. they're um, very I've, clever. People, I've been watching an old TV show, but it's um, only old, and that's from 2015 when it started, and no one ever watched it. And it was called Halt and Catch Fire. Yes. Well, on, what, what are on you the watching SBS, it on? On the SBS oh. on demand. And yes. it's an American show about the sort of the beginnings of personal computers. Now, that sounds very boring, but it's actually. God, it does. <laughs> It's actually about these people who who make these computer companies, and they're like it's just a bit like a soap opera, but it's um it's it's just so great. It's got this guy called Joe Pace who plays um a guy called Joe. Mac- oh, sorry, his name is Lee Pace in real life, but he plays a entrepreneur called Joe McMillan who used to work for IBM, whose father runs IBM, and he goes off and makes this kind of rebel computer company and it's just about how they start making gaming and then make a lot of money and start making laptops and so they've got lots of old computer equipment which is just so fun to look at and how they make portable computers then how they make games and how they make chat rooms and all the things that we take for granted today you know how it started you know those those old apple macs you have to fire up with the startup discs and you have to go in and out with both discs all the time and yeah i do not, i'm not that old claire i do not remember them oh Gosh, how rude I am. I used to work with, yes. the, with on those. Did you? Yeah. Wow. And the okay. Commodore 64 and, you know, all the kind of old school computers that boys would game on. Um, and it's just, it's quite a fun show. We've been watching it every night. We've been watching an episode pretty much every night. So that's, oh, okay. that's fun. It's got, um, and lots of amazing 80s music, like just the best yes. 80s soundtrack. I, had, I did talk about it last week, but I am now obsessed with Mythic Quest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fully immersed in the world of Mythic Quest, which I never thought I would be a show about. It's really, games. yeah, it's really not a sentence I thought I'd hear coming out of your lips. No, but the characters—they really grow the characters, and you get very—you get very involved. Yeah, right. and well, it's very funny, very funny. I started. It's a bit. Is it a bit of a mockumentary thing as well, or is it um, more of a series? Like it's not. No, it's, it's a not, series. Right. I would call it a series. Mm. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah. I've read a book. Well, I'm in, I'm in what the is process it? of reading. I haven't quite finished it. The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Now, Matt Haig is a hero to many. I've never read anything by him. He's a bit of a self-help guru, isn't he, in a way? Yes. I follow him on Instagram. Right. Um, so I know, and the reason I know, I've got friends who have read every single one of their books and say they're life-changing. Yeah. He's one of those kind of people that people get obsessed with. Um, yeah. And he writes about how to change your life, but he writes it in fictional ways and lots yes. of sort of... And he's had his own mental health issues and yes. is very open about it. Yes. Yeah. So this is his, the last, the most recent one. It's called The Midnight Library. And it's about a girl who commits suicide and then goes to this place called The Midnight Library, which is between life and death, where you can, where you open the book of regrets and you can go through other lives you would have had if you didn't regret the things you regretted mm. in your death, which sounds terrible. Are you enjoying it? Look, 
I have my qualms about yes. it. It's it not, doesn't sound like the kind of book you would like. It's not me, but I do yeah. like the characters. Like, I like the way he's written his characters, and I like the kind of, yeah. the, the way he talk, makes people talk and stuff is quite, it's very fun and stuff. But honestly, it's like reading a Harry Potter book. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I love Harry Potter. Oh, well, then you'll love it. Like there's lots of yeah. it's it's written as if it's going to be on screen, so you can picture everything. So it's like the walls go all wavy, you know, like and then mm. everything goes dark, and then he turns. Okay. It so it's a bit, it's not. It's written a bit clumsily, I think. It feels like it was rushed, but um, I didn't have anything else to read, and I thought I'd read something that other people have said they like. Yes. See how I go. Very good. I don't know well that done. I'd rush to join the fan club. Mm. But okay. I might read another one. Oh, I like him on Instagram. He sort of he does some quite nice inspirational little things. I quite like him. Well, I guess I mean I'm not a very inspirational person, as you as you well know. That is, that is true. That is but true. I um I did like the concept. You know, like if you could change things and go back and sort of fix up things that you regretted later, would you? And then you know, that's quite it's quite a nice thing to think about, especially when you've got all this time mm-hmm. on your hands. Beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot. Everyone's buying um, stuff, aren't they? Yes, I've got a couple of things. Um, these were actually gifts, but I'm still allowed to talk about them because I yes. recommend them highly. Yeah. Um, now, this is a range called, the. I'm going to show you. Do you know this range? Oh, yes. I've got that. I've got the spray of that. No one can see yes, it because the, this is not a visual medium. Only you no, and I. No, but I was showing you. Yeah. I was sh- so it's the base collective, um, magnesium and lavender, and they do um, a sleep wash. This is the sleep wash. They also do the um, the cream, and then they do the spray. Yeah. And I've been using the cream at night with my husband. That sounded really wrong. <laughs> and, um, Half your luck, eh? Ooh, lockdown. Um. And you rub it in. Again, sounds really wrong. Anyway, look, it knocks you out to sleep. My God. Right. My God, it gives you a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. So it must be the lavender and the magnesium. And it says if you rub it in and you you get tingly, you've got a magnesium deficiency. So he isn't tingly and I am tingly. So um, there you go. That's your love life um, in a nutshell, isn't it? <laughs> um, can I, just, anyway, can I it, interrupt with the spray the spray yes. you rub on the soles of your feet or your tummy oh, yes. and that puts you to sleep as well it works well mm. so um, I think it, and it's not that XC and I think no. you can get it from Priceline not an ad yeah I think it's good the base collective not an ad yeah really really recommend that and then the other thing I was given was Miles Grey crystal infused bath soak Oh, now that sounds good. It's got crystals in it. It's got crystal in it. Oh, put it in your bath. Oh yeah. Don't know why I smelled it. Sniffed it. Um, There's all essential oils in the bath salts and little um, chamomile flowers. Oh yeah. Um. Oh my god, this stuff is gorgeous. Is it? If you've got a bath, have you looked up how much it costs on the interwebs? Oh, should I do that? Oh no, I just wondered. I just wondered if you had. I would have. Um, Let's have a look. Do you look up how much presents? No, cost? no, of course I don't. But like, if I have beauty products from from places, I always I always look up how much they let's cost. Let's have a look. Miles Gray. Um, let's have a look. Crystal infused bath soak. Um, it is 
2795. Oh, that's not bad, is it? For a big, big, big tub. That's too bad. And I'm sorry to say, big tub. <laughs> you're a big tub. <laughs> What are you saying? I need a big tub. Um, yeah, so that's a big, so a big tub, 27 bucks. And if you're stuck in lockdown, like some of us are, I really recommend these nice smelly products. They just yeah. sort of give you a nice, nice little, nice lift. you know, lift in your day. We've there. been buying up big on um, hyaluronic acid um, because it's cold as well. So my skin's getting dry. So I bought my uh-huh. husband some The Ordinary Hyaluronic because they're yes. cheap and they work, not an ad yes. from Priceline, not an ad. And then I yep. also bought um, more of those James Cosmetics, not an ad eye masks because oh, yes. you know they just do wonders when you're tired and emotional. Mm, okay, I've um, got but, some of them in the fridge. Oh I might yeah, whack, I might whack one on. Yes, yeah. please do. Let's talk okay. about what charming people don't do. Yes, I love this. You sent it to me. I know it's good, isn't it? Was it a hint? <laughs> no, I think because when I read it, I realised how many of them I do do. Yeah, therefore know, I'm not charming at all. Yeah, that's so right. So it's from um, Medium, which is that great site um, that you can access all these different things on. Anyway, so it was a story. Um, it's from a site called P.S. I Love You, which I don't know what that even means, by someone no. called Sarah Mas, M-A-S. It's actually from last year, but I think it's um, completely relevant. Um, They said that um, people who are charming um, have some things in common, (laughs) some conversations. Things they don't do. Yes, right? They don't talk over you, Lisa. I said they don't talk over you. (laughs) So so before you've even finished your sentence, they start talking. Now, I know I do that, and I never mean to, Mm. and I'm always really conscious of the fact once I've done it, I – try really hard not to do it anymore because I know how annoying it is but yes it's um you just have to respect what someone has to say and if you disagree with what they say you wait respectfully till the end to explain your point of view yeah so that's what you do if you're charming Um, and if you're about to interrupt someone they say just make an effort to let them finish their sentence because you'll avoid losing an important part of their message and you'll be able to give a thoughtful and intelligent answer. Then redirecting the conversation to them. So people who, um, like for instance, if you say, next summer, my husband and I are going to Cuba for a couple of weeks and they say, the people who aren't charming say, oh, how nice. We thought about going to Cuba, but then we decided to go to the Bahamas because it's better there and safer. We'll stay there for two weeks and maybe three weeks, actually. You know, who knows? You know. So it's like you take someone's news and you make it about yourself. Not good. Yes, that's annoying, isn't it? It is. Judging others all the time. Well, obviously, so, we both do that. We're yeah. big judges, aren't we? Yes. So um, it's usually thanks to jealousy, they say. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know that that's necessarily true. You've just got to, um, you know, try really hard not to. She, the woman who writes this, says that she, her, with her friend, her friend has never talked about badly about someone behind their back to her. So she feels very confident that she's not doing the same about her, which I think is lovely. It's a lovely thing. Yeah, it's lovely. Hmm. Um, Whereas you can, you can, you can be confident. I am judging you all the time. <laughs> I'm very well aware. And <laughs> <laughs> talking about me endlessly behind my back. All I do. Um, all I do. Repeatedly misspelling or mispronouncing your name, Liza. 
Oh, yeah, that's, I hate that. That's rude, isn't it? Yeah. Or, and also spelling it too, like, all the time. I mean, you know, someone's last name, my last name gets misspelled constantly, but often by people who should know better. Like my mother. Like your mum. <laughs> <laughs> Just a joke, Marion. Um, and then inviting, oh, hello, Millie. <laughs> Just yeah. seen Lisa's cat walk past on the screen. Um mm. Inviting other people without asking if you're okay with that. So oh, that, I hate that. Yes. I hate it. Yes. I hate it when I'm when people invite me over or invite me to do something and then there's seven of their best mates there. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. Yeah, because especially if you're a cancer like us, you don't really like, yeah. you know, surprises in that way. You like everything yeah. to be small. And yes. um, there's a difference between saying that someone is coming and asking if it's okay first. They say, yes. you know, so if if, yes, you're, if I knew I was inviting you somewhere, I'd know that you wouldn't like it if I invited 50 other people. But if I thought I should, I should, I would say to you first, do you mind yeah. if I, and then yeah. I'd ignore you. Or you say, I'm having a party. Would you like to come? Then yeah. it's different. Yes, exactly. Then yeah. mindless scrolling through their phone while you're talking to them. That is quite irritating. I am doing that now, but I'm not doing it mindlessly because I'm reading from it. Mm. I would think a lot of people do that. It is annoying, though, if you're out with someone and they do it, I think. Yeah, it is annoying. Or if yeah. you're at dinner with your husband and he's scrolling. And he does it, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I know we've been married for a long time, but that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then seeing your messages and not responding, that's annoying when you see that on someone. Yeah, I hate that. When it says red and you know that they've seen yeah. it. Yeah. The, the worst ones are the people who don't respond to your messages but then you see them all over social media. Oh, yeah, you hate that, don't you? That's oh, a I real bugbear of yours, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So the two common denominators of charming people, for those of us playing mm-hmm. at home, respect yeah. and common sense. Respect and common sense. And also probably just an element of manners, don't you think? Yeah, and to be brought out, what, you weren't brought up in a barn, were you? If no. That helps. Um, I watched, oh, I did watch something else. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Back to Culture Club. I watched Ursula. Um, oh, yes. You, you loved know. her, didn't you? Yes. It, look, it had its very, very funny moments. What's her name? Ursula Carlson. Her yeah. Netflix special had some very, it had probably four, like five proper lols, um, which I don't think is bad going. Yeah, and then the rest of it, good. you know, she's very amusing. More than us. Um, <laughs> and she's come up with the ultimate insult, I reckon. Mm. Um. What kind of animal brought you up? Oh. Can you imagine saying that to someone? <gasps> or someone saying that to you? Yeah, no, that's awful. That's a horrible thing to say to someone, isn't it? Isn't it? Mm, yeah. They so store great. that up. You might need that. Now, Lisa, you yeah. have invested in some... Last week you were telling us how you've invested in some yes. tech. Yes. And that's right. you've got a new phone. And a new iPad, iPad, which you're watching yeah. your Housewives on. But you and also have... Oh, and Apple, Apple TV. TV. And yeah. you've also now bought yourself a pair of very flashy AirPods. I've bought... Actually, they're not very flashy. I think they're, like, really old ones, and that's why they were cheap, and that's why I bought them. Right. So they're not the new AirPods, right. which apparently are noise, are noise cancelling. That's and apparently the they I've got. Oh, apparently they are the bomb. Yeah, they're good. Except yeah. for that, you, when they're noise cancel, you can't hear anything. So people keep trying no. to run past me in the street and things like that where I'm, you know. Well, I now, re- because I've like fought against these for so long, but I now realise why everyone's just walking around like absolute zombies because 
the noise is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the noise, the sound quality is just absolutely sensational. So especially if you're playing music, you're just like, I'm in my own like little amazing. Well, can, you can do you know? your proper music video, can't you? You can do your proper music video where you're the centre of attention. Um, but obviously it has, I do understand why everyone's now a zombie. Yeah. Um, but they are absolutely amazing and life-changing. And I think it is a good lesson, Claire, in, and we did write about this in our popular book, um, that you have to keep up with technology. Yes, yes. Because, it, because, because it's, it's there to useful. benefit you. Yeah. Yeah. It is really useful. Lots of and things are problem solving, aren't they? They are. And even though I really object to paying the money, because um, it's just outrageous, once you've done it, you're like, oh, God, I should have done this years ago. Yeah. Like, I should have done this at the beginning of lockdown. It would have made life much easier. Yeah. Well, I mean, now you can just go for a walk. You don't have to worry about where your, where the thingies are. Sometimes I wear them all the time. I forget they're in. Well, you, you can't feel them. No. No. You've got to be careful um, not to lose them. Um, all right, well, I'll give you the big question. It's a yeah. big question. Big question. So, Lisa, okay. I have a big question for you. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. know what it is? Sure. <laughs> well, would you stay up all night to beat insomnia? Well, if I had insomnia, I'd probably do anything to beat it because it sounds horrendous and, you know, you certainly not um, painted it in a good light have you so um (laughs) i would i would do anything um i don't rate your chances of keeping me up all night no no you're not you're not a big party well no like you like to go out but i don't know if they mean that so there's this study right that says that if if you stay up all night you can do you can reset your body clock i don't know if they mean going out to a nightclub I think they, no, just, they I mean think, literally yeah. <laughs> under kind of some kind of scientific experimentation. Yeah. So it's called chronotherapy. Yes. So they've done this thing with, and about three quarters of patients um, with depression experienced insomnia. So they tried to do this thing where they made people stay awake at various times. So first of all, you stay up all night for, over the five days. Then you stay, you go to bed early, but. So you go to bed, say, at 5 p.m., and then you get up at 1 a.m. Then you go to bed at 7, then you wake up at 3. Then on the fourth day, you go to bed at 9, and then um, you wake up at 5 a.m., and then you can sleep between 11 and 7. And that you wear these goggles, and it sort of, whatever they're doing in this experiment, retrains your brain to sleep at How the right time. How do they time. give up, though? What do they do? Just come and poke you or tickle you or something? <laughs> they tickle you. Imagine tickling, wakey, wakey. God, that would be terrifying, wouldn't it? I'm sure they have an alarm. cold water over you. I'm sure they have an alarm or something that's a bit more scientific. But apparently they did this analysis of these studies and they said that it has an immediate impact. Within days of doing this study, people... Um, could their depression got better, and because of that, the the sleep got better in between Ooh. five and six weeks. So they would you try? Look, oh, you'd need to have five days where you weren't doing anything else, wouldn't? You? I mean, imagine yeah. you know, if you go to bed at five p.m. I wouldn't be able to go to sleep at five p.m. No, 
But, but if you're in a dark room, totally black room, totally silent, there wouldn't be anything else to do. So maybe that forces you or something. Maybe. And also if you had stayed up all night the night before, you'd be bloody tired, wouldn't you? Yeah, so yeah, maybe, that's right. Maybe yeah, that's how it maybe. works. But yeah. um, it's like using control really and delete, you know, close up, sort of doing um, a manual shutdown of some of your systems, bit of a reboot. Mm, I see um, what you're saying. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind doing it. I don't know that my my problem is, and I've spoken about this many times to the point of boring myself, is that I can go to sleep fine, but I wake up. So I don't know. Maybe we should do an amateur version of this professional study, (laughs) and I'll get like a cattle prod to keep you awake. <laughs> I can just imagine the fun that yeah. would be. Well, it's such fun. <laughs> well, you've got to make your own fun in the middle of a pandemic, haven't you? You do. So what you mm. did is mm. you had your numerology done. I did. So um, I was reading a story in Woman's Day magazine and they got this numerologist to do Lily Betts numbers. Oh, bless. And um, I thought, oh, gosh, that's a bit of fun. So I looked, and she looks legit and everything. Um, so I got my, she, I got her to do my numbers. I paid on the on the web. And then I realised... You gave away your credit card details, and in fact now credit lost card your details. Yeah. Yes, I gave away my credit card details, my <laughs> date of birth, the name that appears on my birth certificate. <laughs> and so now I am a little bit scared. But I do get a nice insight into my personality, Claire. So, you know, it swings around about, doesn't it? <laughs> And what did they say about you? What did she say? Well, they were quite nice. They are quite nice about me. Let's have a look. Individual numerology breakdown. I should get um, mine done and we could see if they actually just send the same thing to everybody. Yeah, that would be funny. It costs 19 bucks. So if you want to give away all your details and get identity fraud, um, you it's could. It's cheap. It's cheap um, to do so. Yes. So my, um, my life path number is five. My soul number is two. My personality number is seven. That's the face you show the world. Um, my attitude number is four. Um, and my power name number is nine. Is that good? Well, I think they're all quite good. Let's have a look. Nine for my power name number. Um, I've got energy. <laughs> Apparently, I've got palpable energy. So not quite. it's not quite right, is it? Um, <laughs> And they took you somebody else's results, by the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, it says um, that you have to be careful not to sound condescending, however unintentionally. So that's probably quite right, isn't it? I think people might find me condescending sometimes. Um, and it says that I must embrace some sort of spirituality in order to attain true serenity. Oh. So, I mean, that you know, my bath soap with the crystals might help with that. Um, <laughs> yes so look it was all quite nice but whether it's all a load of hooey har I don't know but I quite enjoyed it quite enjoyed reading it um, what else does it say it about say anything me like to do to like it's mostly it's like what yes. you are like it doesn't say oh no does say no that? no it no it did say that one of the numbers um, did say um, oh, my destiny number, which is two, was saying that um, I'm very optimistic. That's not quite right, is it? I can't remember, but somewhere said that if I that um, 
if I became an activist, mm. that is my true calling. It's very true. You'd be a that, good but, activist. I know, but it does mean you have to get off the sofa, doesn't it, to be an activist? Unless I was like an online activist. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you could be like John and, John yeah. and Yoko. You'd I do it from would. the bed. That would be, I would be amazing at that. You would. You've um, got the beard already. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gosh, okay, all right. Um, but no, it was quite fun. It's quite a fun thing to do when you're bored. I might do it, and then we can compare, do it. compare notes. Yeah, do it. Yeah, do it. That'd be amazing. All right, I will. Okay, Claire, Claire, middle name Isaac. Yeah. I was watching a, a repeat of Shit's Creek last night, and it was the one where nobody knows Alexis's middle name, including her parents. <laughs> this is so good. Oh, so did you see the um the meme, as you would say, the meme of yeah. um the the oh the Sex and the City reboot? We haven't talked about the photo. Oh yeah. Well, I've got the fear. Have you? Yeah. You know why? As I said to you, I just can't believe they're all trussed up like turkeys and wearing heels still. I don't feel like they've moved it on at all. Like honestly, if there was any kind of reality, they'd just be wearing trainers, wouldn't they? Like this. It's ridiculous. Nobody walks around tottering around in heels anymore. Unless that is for the opening sequence or something. I guess we don't know if that was... Because they, no. they also looked incredibly airbrushed and um, yes. not like real people. So I wonder yes. if that's just for the opening sequence or something. Yeah, um, I hope they've moved it on because if it's still the same old shtick, I'm not, I'm not down for it. We did post a picture... Well, do we post it in the PDAs? No, maybe not. No. I might put it in the PDAs then so everyone can have a look at it. And you can yeah. make your own call. But yeah. there was a photo, a meme that went around of um, the mother from Schitt's Creek as the fourth character, which would just be so brilliant. That would be amazing. Catherine O'Hara. Is that yeah. yeah. That's what um, it needs. Yeah, which would just be, which is just the perfect piece of casting if that were true. Yeah. Um, and there you have it. Yeah. All right. Well, go back to watching Real Housewives or whatever it is okay. you're doing, packing up your kitchen. All right. And um, we will see you next week. Okay. <laughs> not, probably not in person, Claire. No. Wait and see, hey? Wait and see. All right. Um, okay. All right. Um, come to the PDAs and we'll see yeah. you next week. I'm an entertainer because yeah. not everyone's in lockdown, just, just New South Wales. So if you're having an amazing fun time, come and lift our spirits with your joie de vie. We. Oui. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye.